0: Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! Welcome back to New World Next Week? No, New World Next Year 2024. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com.
1: And I am James Evan Pilato of MediaMonarchy.com. It is our big year in finale episode. Longtime fans know this is the only episode of the year where we don't know what the other is going to talk about. And our format for the last, what, decade maybe? We talk about our stories of the past year, and we pick our trend prediction for the future, the next year. So, James, I was going back through my notes. I went first last year, so that means you go first this year, my friend. Yes,
0: I do, and I'm all ready for it. I've got my, uh, my Canada mug with my hot coffee, and I've got my unvaccinated and (laughs) ready-to-talk-politics-at-Christmas sweater (laughs) sweater. from agorathreads.com, so uh, people can pick up your own version of this if you want to have a nice conversation starter with your family at Christmas. Um, But let's start the conversation. So, James, I know you always at least take a peek at last year's, so if I remember correctly, my prediction for 2023 was the year of digital ID, or something along those lines, right?
1: Yep. Yep. Yep, the digital ID coming. There you go.
0: So, now, I could, I guess I could retroactively justify that decision with my story for the year 2024, 2023, because, obviously, there's no lack of information about digital ID that came out throughout the past year. For example, the EU has introduced a new digital ID. Here's what it means to for you from Politico. Um, EU and Canada launch digital partnership to strengthen strategic co- cooperation, talking about Canada uh, joining in with the EU ID. Um, Malaysia rolls out national digital ID, clarifies biometric enrollment details. Switzerland presents national digital ID. Adoption expected in 2026. The world's largest biometric digital ID system, India's ADHAR, just suffered its biggest ever data breach, which you'll remember we talked about on New World Next Week recently. Uh, glitches in Japan's unpopular my number digital ID draw, draws a flood of complaints, etc., etc. So, I could, obviously justify this and say this story of the year was digital ID. And in some cases, some way, I think you could make that argument. Or I could flip the script, take the coin on the other side. Well, okay, yes, digital ID is coming for sure, but the resistance is coming too. And I could point back, for example, to my article on the global uprising against CBDCs has begun, which I wrote several months ago. Or I could look at something, for example, from my home and native land of Canada from just last month, Digital Looney, Bank of Canada survey results finds most opposed. Yes, people are standing up to CBDCs, which, as I've talked about before, is the next step of the digital ID. We saw as soon as they started talking about the EU ID and the the digital identity wallet, well, we need something to put in that wallet. How about a digital euro? So we know where this is going, and we know all about that. But we know all about that, right? So, in fact, I'm not going to choose that as my story of the year, 2023. Instead, I am going to choose the Titanic submersible story. You remember the Titanic submersible. You remember that story because it was the most important story in the world for a couple days. Everyone talking about it, following this story breathlessly to use that word. Oh my God, what happened? Are they okay? Are they going to be, are they going to rescue? Oh oh no, they're dead. And okay, move on to the next story. And oh, by the way, as it turns out, little side note, yeah, they knew they were dead from basically day one. Absolutely, they knew, but they just didn't tell anyone because they wanted the whole world's attention on this story. Oh my God. Oh, this is the biggest thing. So yes, the Titanic submersible story is my pick for story of the year because the real underlying point of this story of the year is not the 24-7 news cycle, the 60-24 news cycle. Because 24-7 implies there's a news story every hour. No, 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 no. It's We're getting into the age where it's a news story every minute. And that is where we're heading with this 60-24 digi- uh, digital social media news cycle. It's not the 24-7 news cycle anymore. Literally, you could be scrolling infinitely through X or TikTok or whatever the kids are on these days, and you could never stop, and you would have a new, incredible, oh my God, breaking Taylor Swift ketchup and mayonnaise story every single second to keep you occupied forever on the infinite scroll. Never, ever actually following a story through to its conclusion. So along these lines, there are many other stories I could have picked. Do you remember the uh, balloon bombing that baffled believing buffoons that we covered on New World Next Week? I know you do, James, because I heard you talking about it on Morning Monarchy earlier this week as one one of the stories of the year. You remember that story? Remember how everyone was, oh my God, losing their minds over this Chinese weather balloon or whatever, and they shot it down or something and who cares whatever next story next story next story do you remember oh my god they, they just admitted aliens on in, in congress they're they're having these hearings that the disclosure is happening people what happened to that i don't know whatever we moved on yeah okay aliens they're admitting it in congress whatever who cares Oh, you know, side note, actually, remember the Mexican aliens presented to Mexican Parliament? It turns out, if you follow hard-hitting news outlets like the Daily Star, mystery Mexican aliens are definitely not human and have 30% DNA of unknown species. So uh, if you're interested in that story, you could keep following that down that rabbit hole. But who has time for that? Move on to the next story, the next story. What What else have we got? Um, it, it. Of course, this isn't just about those balloon bombings and Titanic submersibles and aliens in parliaments. It's about the hard-hitting news stories, too. Remember, remember COVID? No, no one got time for COVID no more. You're, you all got your Ukrainian flags in 2022, right? You're waving those pretty hard. Oh, no, no, no. Remember Ukraine? Well, the WAPO doesn't. Washington Post removes war in Ukraine from its masthead. It's no longer there. And uh, people on X are complaining. The the people with the little Ukrainian flag in their profiles are complaining. We still care about this, Washington Post, (laughs) even if you don't. So yeah, uh, it happens there. But it also happens in alt media, too. Remember East Palestine? Of course you don't. What? It was the biggest story in the world. Everyone needs to be talking about this story 24-7 all the time. This is the biggest thing that's ever ha- Oh, wait. Lahaina. Whoa no. Everyone needs to be talking about Lahaina all the time. Nothing. I can't. James, you are such a shill. You're not covering this 24-7 all the time. Oh, wait. What's the next story? What's the next story? What's the next story? Who cares? Whoever wants to follow up and actually follow anything through to completion, why do you keep talking about WHO treaty stuff, James? Come on, get to the breaking news of this second. So that's the story of 2023. And unfortunately, I think it's only going to get worse. We're at the 60-24 st- stage of the news cycle right now. I think we're going to eventually get to the 60-60 because it'll be literally a news story every second. Um, as we become the digital goldfish with the attention spans actually less than goldfish at this point. Um, it's not a happy story, but this is where I'm, my head's at right now.
1: It was ketchup and seemingly
0: ranch. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry to all the Swifties out there. Don't attack.
1: Well, isn't that interesting? I mean, talking about that on the morning show this morning. Taylor Swift and Donald Trump are two of the greatest economic drivers of the 21st century. Man, I hate him so much. I love them so much. You can just project all your hopes and dreams and fears and hatreds all upon them, and they just keep rolling on forward. James, I was writing it out, but you said it. They had been dead already the whole time of the submersible story. But they let us all get emotionally involved in this story? It's it's almost like a movie that had been written in advance. Man, they're going to be really sad at the end when we kill them. But we already knew what the ending was going to be. Talked about, yeah, the chai spy balloon. Just another story, another story, another story. Kathy Hokel in New York, they are going to take your gas ovens. And they want to. But there's no follow-up, and there's no subtext, and there's no context. James, again, it makes us look like the old guys in this kind of situation. You know what I, What really bugs me? There are the sites and, of course, the Instagram accounts and TikTok accounts that post these stories with no sources, no links, and it's usually a chopped down version of the greater story. So just recently this week, I was covering a story about these new pod apartments in Pasadena. I saw it on one of these clown world, laugh at the libs kind of channels And I look for the show notes. There's no show notes. There's no links. There's no context to let you know anything else about this story. And it makes me sad because they don't care anymore. And I guess the kids that are the fans and the consumers of that kind of media don't care either. What was in the show notes? Buy my merch. And I was really tempted. I haven't gone through to click through to be like, I'm sure that's made in China garbage pesticide GMO merch, right? Right. Because they don't really walk their talk. James, that is a pretty great choice for story of 2023. And I guess I've had mine in mind for a couple of months now. I think once I landed on it, it was like, that's it. That's the one. That's going to be my story of the year. I speculated on air a few months back about whether or not you and I were going to pick the same story of 2023. And you were kind of leaning towards mine's pretty left field. It's not going to happen. And indeed, it did not happen monarchy story of 2023. So I hadn't actually, I hadn't remembered my last year trend prediction for 2023 before I had decided on what my story for this year was going to be. So I guess I kind of vindicated myself. Media Monarchy's trend prediction for 2023, you've got a sustainable screw loose. Blackouts will trigger people's revolt against eco-tyranny. UK, Western Europe in the middle of wind drought. On New World Next Week, we covered climate lockdowns in the 15-minute city. So now, my story of this year, 2023, it it is indeed a people's revolt against eco-tyranny. Monkey-wrenching the ULES world order. Were Were you already there, James? No. No, I'm I'm on board though. This is awesome. Ultra Low Emission Zone, ULEZ or what they refer to. We can just go to Wikipedia. The Ultra Low Emission Zone, ULEZ, is an area in London, England where an emissions standards-based charge is applied to non-compliant road vehicles. Plans were announced by London Mayor Boris Johnson back in March of 2015 for the zone to come into operation September 2020. Sadiq Khan, the subsequent mayor, introduced the zone early on 8 April 2019. The zone initially covered central London, the same area as the existing London congestion charge. In October 2021, the zone was extended by Khan to cover the area within the north and south circular roads. And on 29 August 2023, it was extended to cover all of Greater London. The zone has been shown to reduce the number of non-compliant cars on the road. It's been shown to reduce roadside emissions, although its effectiveness has been disputed. In 2022, the zone raised £224 million, which I think shows what what it's really all about. So it's essentially these cameras, these high-tech surveillance devices put in the congestion of the city to charge you for your dirty carbon-emitting car. And I think I've read some of this when we've talked about this on New World Next Week. Ted G. in my Media Monarchies community has had some great thoughts about this. Poor people can't just go out and buy a new car. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or on the dole, you can't just splash out thousands for a new car because the government told you to. So these ULES zones that charge $12.50 a day are essentially a tax on poor people who drive. Anyhow, a thousand of them have been destroyed. I honestly never expected English people to do anything about tyranny other than protests and social media stuff, however bad it gets. So I'm surprised about this. Sometimes smashing stuff up doesn't work, but I think this actually could. It's not being done at one big event, so the cops can't beat everybody up or arrest everybody. Of the thousand or so smashed up or stolen, the police have arrested about four people. One of them was actively blabbing about it on social media. The strategy seems to be to make replacing the U.S. cameras more expensive than the revenue they're getting by stealing from poor people, which could actually work. If this keeps going on, they may get to the point to be like, "Oh, this project's in the red. We got to end it." We can hope. I will include a search on mediamonarchy.com for ULEZ cameras. Pretty great stuff, really, just in, in the last few months, James. Police search for anti-ULES suspect as hundreds of cameras damaged. I don't know what the number is at this point coming to you, December 20th, 2023. Story months back was hundreds, then it became thousands. It might be more than they're willing to, to blab about on their corporate media. ULES. More than 300 cameras damaged or stolen in four months. Expanded ULES comes into force and will now cover every London borough. So that led to more ULES monkey wrenching. Hundreds of ULES cameras destroyed by Vigilante Group following wider London rollout. That was from Zero Hedge. And of course, trust the science guys. Scientists who peer-reviewed ULES report in research group Funded by City Hall, Dr. Gary Fuller served as the sole reviewer of the landmark study hailed by London Mayor Sadiq Khan. I freaking love science. anti us protesters damaged, destroyed, or stole 795 spy cams in a clean air zone. That's from the sun. And they've arrested media people over this. Lawrence Fox arrested over ULES conspiracy and then fired by his job at GB News. Lawrence Fox arrested on suspicion of conspiring to commit criminal damage to ULES cameras. Suspicion of conspiring to commit. So that's, I mean, that's, that's pre-crime. That's almost biblical, like St. Carlin would joke about, if you have impure thoughts, just save yourself the gas money. You've already committed the sin. Lawrence Fox arrested for ULESS camera vandalism support. And the last one I have from November 1st, nearly 1,000 U.S. cameras destroyed or damaged in seven months. Now, I do worry, however, about some of the more recent photos of the U.S. cameras and the devices hung up, literally strung up on government buildings. U.S. camera hung up in front of a Labor Party headquarters for Barnett. That really seems like it's going to make it easy for the man to say, they're they're threatening to lynch us. I also worry about any quasi-military level explosives that stink of COINTELPRO. u camera blast caused by IED as anti-terrorism officers lead investigation. That's from Sky News again. They are using the paranoia trigger words for the people that watch TV and go, I got to get them terrorists, IED. Hopefully there is no real vigilante group or centralized hierarchy, because if there are, the Fed boys will infest your groups. So discord and distrust and start trying to talk you into kidnapping the governor of Michigan. There it is, James. That is my story of 2023 monkey wrenching the ULES world order. Awesome.
0: I love it. That's a great story of the year because it points to so many different aspects of the agenda, but also to what people are doing about it, or at least what they're thinking about it, which is one aspect of what we never, ever, ever, ever get to see in the MSM. They'll never tell you, you know, a lot of people hate this and are really upset about this. Or if they do, it will only be presented in the context of those horrible domestic extremist terrorists that need to go to jail. So yeah, this is a good way to sort of bypass all that. Hey, you can see what's happening around you. And I can attest to that. Um, So September 13th, of this year, I released my Monkey Wrenching the New World Order Solutions Watch episode where I did talk about this, and as part of the feedback from that, I got an email from Pauline who wrote, I can corroborate your recent post on Ulez. Yes, it's happening in Bromley, South London suburbs. All cameras have been sprayed or skill sawed down, many found in local pond. So <laughs> it is happening and it's undeniable, and people notice it and see it and know that it's happening. So that's one way you can directly sort of communicate with others. Hey there's people who aren't happy about this and aren't going to take it lying down. As you say, of course they're going to try to spin this into domestic terrorism, extremism, whatever. And they will, whatever, whatever people do, they're going to spin it as some sort of horrible attack on democracy itself. And you use a potato gun. It's an IVS an IVF, an improvised vegetable firearm or whatever, and it'll sound so scary, and oh my God, they're coming to... Oh, we have to lock them all up. Of course they're going to do that, but that's exactly what we'd expect. The point, really, is that people really, really, really are waking up to this agenda. And a lot of the people, I think, who were on the fence before or sort of like, yeah, we need to do something about this environmental, you know, we are causing all this problem with driving around with cars. Once the rubber meets the road and it starts to be like, hey, now you, person who's struggling to make ends meet and working your nine to five, and now you're going to have to pay an extra tax or buy an entirely new cyber truck that's going to get stuck out in the middle of nowhere in order to comply with these new restrictions and regulations. And oh, by the way, you can't use a gas stove. And oh, by the way, you can't do this. And oh, by the way, you can't do that. People are starting to see what this agenda really is. The green the green glove is coming off of the, uh, the iron fist or the, the green mask is coming off of the green reaper's face. And mm. It, we're starting to see what this really is. So in a sense, yes, it it's positive, at least in that the battle is engaged and people know that we are now in a fight for civilizational existence. People are starting to grasp what this really means. But yeah, unfortunately that does mean the other side is gonna rise up and battle us even harder, right?
1: I have a feeling it's not a bunch of 9-11 truthers that are out damaging these cameras. That's another one of the positive things. I bet it's newly radicalized people who never listened to any of our crazy conspiracies until it came knocking on their wallet's door. James, there's probably footage of me using a potato gun, so I'm I'm screwed there. Hey, I'm from West Virginia. You fire a potato gun out in the woods? <laughs> so... Your trend prediction, yeah, for 2023 was the digital ID cometh. So now I will throw it back to you for your prediction for 2024, James.
0: Okay, well, all right. So if if we're thinking with 2023 digital ID, and as I've always, as I've been saying, the digital ID is the first step. It's the linchpin for everything else. And the next domino in that will be the digital currency. So it would be a very safe prediction for me, especially because I think... 2024 is feeling like a financial crisis kind of year. You know they have to stagger and and change up their crises. It'll be terrorism, and then it'll be a financial crisis, and then it'll be a pandemic, scamdemic, and then it'll be a financial crisis, and then it'll be a terror event, whatever. So I'm, I'm feeling financial crisis in the new year. And at this point in human history, just in the point of world history we're at, a financial crisis I think is going to be a monetary crisis. And the monetary crisis, boy, I wish we had a solution for this monetary crisis that's been created. Oh, uh, how about this digital currency thing? So I'm strongly feeling that the year of CBDC would be a pretty safe bet for 2024. But let's not go safe. I went pretty safe with my story of the year. It was really a trend of the year, in a sense, with the 60-24 news cycle. So my prediction for 2024, I'm going to predict something very specific that hopefully will not happen because it's such a specific prediction, but we'll see. Um, So... 2024, we're entering a U.S. clown show selection cycle circus, so it's definitely, there's going to be something something around that, and exactly why in 2020 I predicted the end of the internet as we've known it for my story of the year for 2020, or trend of the year for 2020, because we're entering the 2020 selection circus, I know 2016, there was all that Russiagate stuff, something's going to happen internet related. It, it did, it just it had to do with the scamdemic. You know, who knows? And you're feeling the results of that to this day, right? With your YouTube, GooTube channel on mm-hmm. all the takedowns they're, they're doing now on 15-year-old videos because you violated these newly created WHO, whatever. Anyway, so yeah. So something about 2024 selection circus. Now, what's popping in the news? What's a kind of trendy thing that they're going to latch onto for the 2024 selection cycle? I know. Trend of the year, 2024, the AI deepfake selection. It's going to be something to do with a deepfake scandal that they're going to gin up out of nowhere of some fake video of Trump or Biden or one of Clinton or something that's going to be exposed as, oh my God, it's a deepfake. And there's going to be some sort of, you know, left-right culture war thing about, no, that's a real video. No, that's a deepfake. And who knows? who knows what's really going to be happening? And they're going to, of course, adjudicate this in the uh, in the mainstream media on the assumption that they always have that they still can adjudicate reality for us. And um, it will become it will become a thing that will probably lead towards the uh, the digital ID prison anyway, because of course, they need to do that in order to uh, to bring in their their f- stricter controls of the internet, which we know that they're going for. So, I would just say, even just in the past week, uh, some stories have come along along these lines that point to where things are going. For example, Mail Online, the daily fail. How could it not be true? A surge in fake AI-generated photos is eroding public trust in information online, Charity warns. Well, thank you, Charity, for creating that he- headline for us. Anyway, so that's already in the ether. And um, also, this story, it begins. Here come the... Here the come the deep fake news AI anchors. Sorry, activist post, you need to <laughs> you need to edit that headline. But anyway, it begins here come the deep fake news AI anchors, which I kind of thought already existed. I know that there were the deep fake or the the computer generated anchors that they've had I, I'm sure that I saw that story like 5 years ago. But anyway, there are even more deep fake now and they're all AI generated content like that uh, nothing forever show that you were covering on morning monarchy this year <laughs> anyway uh so it's definitely in the ether there's going to be something around you know chat gbt ai deep fake and it's all going to swirl around the selection circus in some big scandal that's going to cause that we need to crack down on the internet and we need to control what you're doing online more and more so that's my that's my bold prediction and boy i hope i'm wrong
1: Remember the CNN hologram? The Wolf Blitzer's a hologram in the Situation Room. That's several years, several years back. I imagine them leaning more into that as part of the America's Next Top President twenty twenty four coverage. Man, I appreciate you listening to my morning show so much lately. I, I, I makes makes me happy. And yes, to refer to the YouTube takedowns, my videos from twenty ten. Where I know and it's and it's been it's been good for me to have folks in my chat who haven't been around that long to be like, dude, you were talking about the World Economic Forum and the Rockefellers and Bill Gates flying syringes and pandemics in 2010. So I should I should include those links because I got two takedowns just in the last couple of days, for literally both from September 2010, where YouTube says, You violated our medical misinformation policy we just made up. I don't get a strike because they actually realize you may not have known this in 2010. I would also take this opportunity to tell folks who are always telling me, why don't you make videos? I did make videos and you never watch them. They're on my YouTube channel from 2008, 9, 10. I did live videos on all my weekly morning shows. They're all sourced and documented. YouTube's taken some of them down. James... Archive.org has actually disappeared some of my show posts, and I don't even get a nice email from Archive.org about it. I just go there at some point and discover this page not found anymore. So, James, maybe you have got the catalyst I was searching for in my trend for 2024, the monarchy trend for 2024. I should probably throw in some dishonorable mentions and guesses, I suppose. Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia says he would absolutely consider presidential run. Let me tell you what will actually happen while I'm digitating, Joe Manchin's ill-fated run for president will, of course, flame out. And I'm saying he will take over as president of West Virginia University, of WVU. The current president there is hated for cutting a bunch of programs that were hemorrhaging millions and millions of dollars because, of course, people hate honest economics then West Virginia governor Jim effing follow the guidelines justice. His two terms of governor are just about over. So when Manchin goes for the other president move at WVU, I'm saying Jim Justice will become senator of West Virginia. Just some of my predictions. I I was just back in West Virginia. There are some folks who know a thing or two about a thing or two. Or how about what Lionel said, Lionel Media, Gavin Newsom will be the next president of the United States. I'm not saying I like the idea or that he'll win fair and square or that the demons won't steal the election legally. I'm just telling you reality. The shadow government and ruling class will never let Donald Trump near the White House ever again. James, have you seen or heard some of the stuff ramaswamy has been saying, man? Inside jobs, scandale- like he's he's saying all the words that truthers want to hear, a couple of decades too late. There is a reply to that Lionel tweet about President Newsom. They have a different theory. I think it'll be Michael Obama. They're going to run O Biden. Then within 75 days of the election, something will happen that'll make O Biden ineligible. And DNC rules say that that close to an election, they can basically just place in whoever they want as long as they vote internally within the DNC. And they think that that's going to solve their loss of the black vote. And perhaps maybe some Cold War news gone hot. China says U.S. Navy ship USS Gabrielle Giffords illegally intruded into the South China Sea waters. So she she might get shot again. They play with the twilight language a lot. Signs and symbols rule the world. But those are those are events, not not trends. And since, as you've noted, alt media is preaching gloom and doom, it's all going down, man. So I'll preach some gloom and doom this year as well. My trend prediction for 2024, fake rights turn to riot. Maybe, I don't know. It's weird, wishful thinking. I mean, it's only fair, right? I mean, it's only fair, correct? Democrats burnt down cities in 2020, dozens killed, and it's all good. R.I.P. Fentanyl Floyd. I guess, I guess I'm predicting a, a flip of the dichotomy. But what could the catalyst be? That's what I'd written. What What could the catalyst be? I think really that's kind of the success of the so-called silent majority. They don't usually have to scream and cry and break stuff because stuff is usually going their way. But there's already lots of table settings happening just within the last 72 hours. Colorado Supreme Court disqualifies Trump from 2024 ballot setting up Supreme Court challenge. Or the way the Babylon Bee put it, Colorado saves democracy by not allowing people to vote for a preferred candidate. I actually, honestly, I, th- I thought it said <laughs> pretend candidate when I first read that. I'll, I'll take the, the original. She's trying to ban your gas stove while using one herself. Same as Cop and Dr. Jill. Kathy Hochul, I guess she needs a Civil War history lesson. She was given a speech the other day and said, quote, "'We're the ones who fought against slavery.'" They actually, they think, they believe, because they haven't cracked a history book, that Democrats weren't behind slavery, that Democrats didn't throw Japanese Americans in concentration camps, that they didn't outlaw weed, and that they didn't create the welfare state. Civil War was trending the moment that Colorado story broke, but so was Epstein-List, as we all hold our breath for the latest Epstein-List. But again, what could that catalyst be? I mean, it might have to be the level of, like, trans-Democrat soccer player poops on nativity scene. Try that in a large town. I can see I can see the Cokes telling the Pepsis, like, burning down your cities, huh? How about we help you out this time? It's going to be an election year. To paraphrase a possibly apocryphal H.L. Mencken quote, no one ever went broke underestimating the intelligence of the American public during an election year. The left has been really good, I think, at crafting traps that the GOP falls into. The Jan. 6 capital riot, the great example. The left can't meme, but they can create honeypot psyops that get blown out of proportion on their own controlled media, and that's another flaw with my prediction for 2024. The cokes don't really own much media like like Pepsi's do. Republicans equal Coke. Democrats equal Pepsi for folks who maybe just joined us here after 14 years. I I guess it feels like the, the other shoe has yet to drop on the Orange Man bad timeline. And I know from my upbringing that when the right wants to all get together and decide on something, man, they can do it really lockstep. Garbage Pail Kids, banned. Judas Priest Records, Evil. Passion of the Christ, most successful independent film of all time. Meanwhile, and like you said, James, I think our predictions uh, dovetail pretty well. A a giant economic crash where they limit and throttle your time on their internet and get you on GovCoin, I think will do very well for what I'm trying to describe here. Dollar dollar ills, y'all. Some economists say, we have until the end of August 2024 at the outside, could be as soon as February or March, they're predicting the the crash of the economy, the crash of the dollar. And as we've discussed on previous New World Next Year episodes, it's the end of the dollar. How they get it maybe remains to be seen. But either way, I guess I'm kind of betting on blue helmets in America by next year's end, but... I'm also about to lose my bet that Oasis is going to reunite in 2023. It doesn't look like that one's going to work out, James. I had a bet with a Media Monarchy member, and of course I was going to get tickets to said reunion show, but it's not going to work out.
0: So what do you owe in return is the question.
1: (laughs) Thankfully, we didn't come up with that. (laughs) Good, all right.
0: (laughs) It's a win-win, all right. Anyway, uh, well, I, I for one hope you are wrong about this prediction in the same way that you're, well, I'm happy you're wrong about the Oasis because <laughs> I didn't really like them. But, um, yeah, but I have a feeling that actually this is demographic related because I, I, I've never done any research on this, but I would imagine the younger you are, the more you look at the prospect of an impending Civil War 2.0 and go, good, bring it on. Because I think my sense, and what do I know? I'm an old man now. But my sense is young people coming up today, no, there is no, nothing to look forward to in this bought and paid for rigged stupid system that is selling, that has already sold out their future. There is no future if you're young and upcoming these days that, that doesn't have the bleak specter of debt and all this green restriction nonsense and everything else to basically hamper your ability to reach anything like the levels that your parents or grandparents did. And so I understand there's a lot of pent-up rage amongst especially younger people right now. And uh, that's that's one aspect of this. And I guess I can make my own pronouncements on that, but it is what it is. Um, you raise the specter of Twilight language, and I, I did not know there was a USS Gabrielle Giffords. And it's funny, when you said that, I immediately thought, Kathy Lee Gifford? I'm like, what? <laughs> but no, yes, Gabrielle Giffords. Yes, a very very different story there as I'm sure long timers and even mainstream media, let alone independent media will remember. Yeah. And interesting. And, uh, you also raise the specter of Ramaswamy and what he's been saying on stage. And I think I, my, I think he's gunning for Trump's VP. I think that's what he's auditioning for really. But anyway, yeah. Uh, riots, riots from the right. Um, I don't really follow the new media productions very well, but I understand there is a Civil War movie coming out soon or something Um, along those lines. Civil War, I think is the name. I'm sure that
1: would be perfectly timed, just as the Pearl Harbor movie came out right before 9-11. Right,
0: exactly. The only thing I've seen, I think, is a a still, I'm assuming is from the movie, of like a sniper's nest in the the torch of the Statue of Liberty, and there's people up there like shooting or something. I don't know.
1: Oh, so it's, okay, so it's not a period piece. No, 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 no. as in,
0: I I don't know. I I, I wish I had, well, I I should have looked it up, but I didn't know we were going to be talking about it. But yeah, people out there will know. You media heads out there will know. I don't know.
1: But well, anyway, I yeah, it's I, definitely
0: in the zeitgeist. So, um, yeah, 2024 is going to be a year. Let's put it that way.
1: And again, they're seeding it. They're not seeding, hey, everybody, can't we all just get along? They're seeding Civil War Breakdown. Liam and Noel Gallagher have done a ton of music this year. They both put out new records. Uh, Liam released his live at Nebworth thing. Just the trend seem to be going towards Oasis reuniting in, in 2023. Maybe, as I so often am, maybe I'm just ahead and they'll reunite in, in 2024. You remind me of a quote from the very inspirational film called Pump Up the Volume, where Christian Slater says, I don't find it exactly exciting to be living in the middle of an exhausted decade where there's no one to look up to and nothing to look forward to. Bleak. Man, it's... And I don't want to be that way, but I also don't want to be blind, sort of Pollyanna to what's to what's going on. I also don't want to feed into that as well. So, James, hopefully just discussing all of this kind of gets it out and out into the open to be discussed. That's New World Next year, 2024. So there it is in the can, James. I uh, throw in some plugs for myself here at the end. My best of 2023 six-hour mega music show is coming up this Saturday, December 23rd. It's at 1 p.m. Mountain Time for folks who do listen to my live daily DJ set. It's at the same time, but it's going to be on Saturday. As you might know, long-time DJ and music fan. I've got some of my favorite music of the year, and I guarantee it's going to be stuff you haven't heard all of for anybody that says, oh, the music sucks now. There's nothing good anymore. I defy that. And I've been working against that for pretty much my entire career. Back in my tiny college radio station, we would get calls and letters, letters, from people literally age 16 to 60 who are like, man, this is really good. You're playing some really good music. You know, I worry about having to go toe to toe, face to face and battle intellectually with James Corbett <laughs> on these episodes. But the thing I know I'm really, really good at and confident about is, is music can check the calendar mediamonarchycom slash calendar of course james once we put this episode in the can this is usually our end of the year so i still have my thursday and friday and then the big best of show on saturday but yeah basically down to the last 72 hours of broadcasting here in the media monarchy kingdom newworldnextweek.com usbs dvds uh not this hoodie but down here in New Mexico, where I feel like I'm, I'm getting maybe more and more comfortable after a few years now, James, when they ask you what kind of chili sauce you want, they ask red or green. And when you want both, you say Christmas. So I, I dressed up a little bit of Christmas. Uh, I don't think it comes anywhere close to your sweater. Where did you get that again?
0: Agorathreads.com. I'll put the link in if people want. I'm. It isn't a played, paid plug of any means. It's just I found it there. I thought it was funny. So if you think so too. You can get your own. Um, yeah. James, we are not battling or sparring intellectually or musically. So let me step in on your territory and say, I have been listening to Nowhere. Nowhere forever. I just found them recently and their new album, I just absolutely love it. And so yes, good new music is still happening. I can attest. All right. Um, other than that, on my side, uh, you know, go to newworldnextweek.com. There's, uh, if you're watching this, as it's being released, there's a few days left on the Christmas discount, 25% off all media products on the store. If you're a Corporate Report member, log into corporatereport.com, go to my newsletter, find the subscriber um, code for the subscriber discount for the Christmas code. You get 50% off all Corporate Report media, but only for the next couple of days, and then it's back to business as usual. Um, but speaking of which. Uh, uh, just on a programming or deprogramming note, I have a couple more things coming out next week after Christmas, and then I'm taking my new year break. So, um, we'll be back in the new year. I don't think we've decided exactly when we're coming back, but we'll be back in the new year. So I'm looking forward to all the
1: people going, you
0: guys didn't release something on, you know, new year's Eve. Come on. Where are you? Are you dead? <laughs>
1: We've not been kidnapped by the Illuminati. We're just taking a little Christmas break. James, if you've been listening to as much as my morning show as it sounds like you have, you can hear I'm about... About about out of steam for, for for this year, about to run out of gas. Gonna wrap it all up on these last couple of days, Jameson. Again, this is where I tell you, man, I love you. I appreciate the work that we've been able to do. It is mind blowing to me that we're going to be entering into our 15th calendar year of doing New World next week. Which remember means we're about uh, five years away from you coming to visit yeah. America for the twentieth anniversary.
0: Yeah, is it five years? I thought it was only four, but yeah, well, actually maybe five. Yeah,
1: it will be. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Anyway, I love you right back. Thank you for doing what you do. People who, in my audience, have never checked out MediaMonarchy.com, what are you doing? People are always asking me to get set up some kind of chat thing or some community kind of thing. No, no, go to Media monarchy. Become a Media monarchy member. He's got all that set up, the Discord and all the rooms and chats and everything, community. That's where you go, MediaMonarchy.com. So
1: anyway. They threatened. I had a guy today saying, oh, gosh, I have to join Discord. I thought you were going to get off of there. They threatened to kick us off of there for, oh, that's right, medical misinformation. I probably talked about this on the show. I maybe even shared the screen grab of the threatening letter. And I don't know if they expected me to just start deleting things randomly, because yeah. it's not even, again, like YouTube, where it's like, this is the bad thing, remove this and you'll be okay. It just says, you're bad. I, of course, didn't do a thing. I'm not going to go start deleting things, let alone not knowing what they want me to delete in the first place. So we're still on Discord. I don't know if it was a hollow threat. I don't know if we've been put on the back burner because we're not as big a thing. I, I I honestly don't know. It's been a fantastic platform. And yes, I know about Gilded. I know about Mastodon. I know about some of those instances And maybe that could be an alternative, but honestly, I just want it all at MediaMonarchy.com. And maybe I could host one of those Mastodon instances. But again, I'm really more passionate about being a, a radio station. So I will continue to be your radio as I have been since September 11th, 2005. James, there it is. New World Next Year 2024. Appreciate you, buddy. Awesome.
0: All right. Well, let's do it again in the new year. And to everyone out there, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Enjoy a little break. And uh, we'll see you in 2024.
1: Merry Christmas, man. Take care.